about my tax money. Oh, I got it. Funding. I got a good one. You ready? Oh, okay. You ready? Hey, so you got a movie for me? What? You got a you got a TV you you got a TV pitch for me, right? Me? Yeah. Yes. I'm ready to hear it. Okay, ready? Ready. Two friends. Two friends. Get together. Okay. In a room. Right. Go to the corner. Okay. Start masturbating. No, I don't like this. <laughs> this is not a good TV show. It's a callback to the bit we aren't going to use in the beginning. <laughs> That's the best kind of callback where no one understands it. But it's funny to us, which I love. Yeah. Do you want to try that again? No. I kind of want to try it's... that again. <laughs> All right. Play the intro again. <laughs> All right, give me another chance. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, uh, Alex, I, so I hear you got a TV pitch for me today. I do, Mike. I'm Are you ready to hear it? I kind of am. Are you yeah. ready to hear it? I'm ready to Are hear it. Are you sure? Okay. I'm actually, you know what? The more you say that, I'm starting to think I'm not ready to hear all it. All right, so we got a group of friends. Okay. Four or five of them. Four or five. They're all really close. The, they're all really close. They go, to the, they go to the friend's house. Okay. Get in the corner. I love Start back. <laughs> 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 We're not. No, stop that. That's not good for network television. Uh, Netflix would buy it. No, I don't think they would. Believe it or not. Well, I mean, you got to rework it a little bit. I th- I, there's several things that need the four or five friends. That's the only redeemable <laughs> part of that whole thing. That's a good number of friends, big enough to feel like a genuine friend group, small enough where you don't have to remember too many names. And you can get attached to them. Yeah, exactly. You have enough time to spend with each of them. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I always think uh, two or three is more magical for um, for movies, but TV shows you got to get like. Three to five. Three to five, yeah, because, you know, the stereotypical Disney Channel original movie or Disney Channel original TV series has only three friends, two of the same gender, one of the other ones. It's one. the main character with his one friend. That's why I always feel like our life is just a Disney movie that's taking too long. <laughs> yeah, we have done, not done anything, anything interesting with it. Yeah, uh, man, I don't, I don't know about that. So are we are we keeping that intro? Or? Yeah, no, we're keeping all of that. Oh, come on! I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how this episode's starting. It well, was too good. All right. Welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. I am Mike. My name is Alex. And uh, this is the podcast where we do different things every week. And, and talk about them live on air. Yeah, you, Yeah. You, <laughs> First of all, happy new decade, everyone. Yeah, it's, hey. it's a 20 for you and not for us. We're in the new 20s. I'm still excited about it. Are you? Yeah. I, it's fun. I, I kind of, I mean, I don't... I can. I just know that I'm going to be writing 2019 for another three months. I feel that, yeah. Mike. Let me ask you. Okay, since Alex. This is being recorded. Yes. Uh, like two days before the new year. Yes. What are you doing for New Year's? I am probably going to stay up till midnight. Wow. That's all I have set in stone. <laughs> How about you? My um, my father works in the city, so we're going to his office to celebrate. Oh. It's cooler than it sounds. Yeah, I was going to say. They have like a big party and it's near the it's near the ball, so like we get a cl- nice close-up look at it. Oh, the ball where somehow everybody turn that everybody goes to to turn Manhattan into a fire hazard for one night. One night? Yeah. Manhattan's always a fire hazard. I mean, yeah, but in particular on New Year's Eve. Sure, you, sure, You've sure. seen the footage of people just packed in like sardines. I've over seen the it one in person. Block. Yeah, that's true. You've been there before, right? I was there last year in this office party as well. And on the balcony, you look down and you just see all the sad little people waiting for the new year to start. Thinking like, this year will be good. Yeah, because this is the best way to start a new year. Packed in. This is my year. Touching eight people that I've never seen before and never will see again to watch a ball move a few feet. Well, this is eight more people than I'll see for the rest of the year. If I'm lucky. I am a sad and lonely person. (laughs) Uh, we hope that anyone listening to this that New goes, Year's Gym. Okay, New Year's Gym. Yeah, it's my new character. I oh, just I made thought up. that you meant that it was a New Year's Gym because everybody goes on a January second, that's first and second to the new gym, and then never come again. He goes to the gym once a year on January second, <laughs> and then that that's all because I've, all the gyms are closed on January first. You always find a reason to not go on the third. Yeah, after you've already went once. Here's my reason: going to the gym to work out is hard. Yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions lined up? Generally, be less shitty of a person. You know what? That's always a good one to yeah. go for. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like New Year's resolutions in proper because I'm always trying to improve myself. I appreciate that. I figure it, it, let me put it to you this way. Have you ever heard anyone say, 
oh, I can't do that. I'm trying to cut down on meat for my New Year's resolution in June. <laughs> I mean, no, but by that point, you're probably too used to it because, like, that's know. a little too optimistic. All I right, think. All right. Well, I mean, I the way I do it, yeah. is I always set it as almost like a, like a by the end of the year, I will have accomplished this. Yeah. So instead of like a like a just like be better at sports and outside, <laughs> be better at outside. Yeah. Don't burst into flames whenever you feel the touch of sunlight. Be less allergic to the to clouds. <laughs> yeah. That would be a terrible way to be allergic. How would you find out if you're allergic to clouds? Uh, you'd die. You're not inhaling or touching clouds every day. Well, yeah, fog, I guess, is like a cloud that's too close to the surface, right? That's true. Yeah, your first fog. Shower you just, thoughts. You just, yeah. <laughs> is that, was that a shower thought? No, that's something I just, I'm, that? I'm writing that on Reddit before this episode airs. Really? Yeah. Clouds are, or fog is just clouds that are too close to the ground. I mean, the shower thoughts. They sure are. I was thinking that if you were flying a plane for the first time, then you flew through a cloud. You'd be in a plane. And then you'd be... Well, no, not necessarily. If you're what? Shut up! Hold on. No, like if you're in like one of those World War II fighter jets or something like that. Oh, I see. So in your example, yes. it's seventy years ago. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, well I didn't people consider still that. fly those planes. They're yeah. not non-existent. But I don't. I, I, I would. Do think you I'm, fly another plane? I would think a more realistic uh, thing would be like, oh, you're skydiving. Oh, yeah, that would suck, too. More people would do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then you just fall through a cloud, and you, by the time you hit the ground, you're already, you're in hives or whatever. That would totally. suck. Well, anyway, since you asked, my New Year's resolution. I didn't. I've been on a bit, for, the, for this last month, I've been on a bit of a self-improvement kick, and I really want to ramp that up and keep uh, improving my mental and physical health. Hells yeah, dude. So I'm going to actually, like, keep trying to do that. That's a good. That's a good New Year's resolution. Yeah, try, try to, for once. Yeah, try to be more of an adult. Um, you know, I've been focusing more on me in my life, and I, I like it. Ah, uh, right. So, I'm glad someone likes you. Yeah, thanks, Mike. You're welcome. Speaking of uh, appreciation, yeah. Uh, actually, never mind. We're talking about stuff we do on the podcast. Uh, self improvement. Yeah, but there you go. That, okay, that works. Yeah, self improvement stuff you do on the podcast. Yeah, speaking of the podcast, what are we doing this week? What, what did we do this week? Oh, what did we do this week? I don't well, remember. We prepped uh, some new pitches for new television programs that may or may not actually come to fruition. It's, Most likely not. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. It's, it was more of a fun exercise to uh, create a new uh, new stories that could work in a television format. Yeah, exactly. So you said multiple. Did you make multiple? I, I did. I did two. Yeah. Oh, because cool. I did one, and I was like, "This sucks." And I, so I wrote another one, which you know what? Also sucks. So it's funny. <laughs> the same exact thing happened to me. I wrote one. I was planning on doing one, and I was like, "This is kind of shitty." I'll write another one. Yeah. So I do have two. All right. One of the want to want to blow through the shitty ones first. I to be perfectly honest, I'm not confident in either of them. Okay, but I'm well, hoping there's enough redeeming quality <laughs> in the two of them collectively. Well, all right. Well, tell me your first one then. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm, oh. I'm interested to hear. We're going right into it. Why right. the hell not, right? I mean, is there anything you want to say about television shows like <laughs> as an intro? I mean, just generally, like, I've noticed that any TV or movie thing in the past that worked ever once is now being revived. Yeah. Like, literally, like, The Fugitive is coming back. Cool. Do you, have you ever seen The Fugitive? No. It was a very good 80s movie starring uh, Harrison Ford... And I forget who the other guy We're was. We're talking about TV shows here. Yes, I know, but it turned into a TV series after the movie. See, that's what I didn't know. Yeah. And then now, like 30 or 40 years later at this point, they uh, are now reviving it because the one-off season that did not work for the show, they're trying again as a, as a TV show in two different formats. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And just, I don't know, I just find it interesting that, you know, Roseanne came back and now she... Oh, gone, yeah, but the, the Goldbergs are, are back and the Goldbergs, the Goldberg. What is after Roseanne? You know, died in the show. What did they rename the show? What I don't know. They they killed off Roseanne because she was spoilers. She was bad. That I didn't know. Well, nobody. You were no, never. I know. Gonna, 
No, I never was. It was it made will. it made huge headlines because it was immediately after she tweeted something racist or something like that. And so then, they actually killed her off. Yeah, because they were like, "Well, we need to fire her," but <laughs> the show is named Roseanne. So how are we going to get? We can't just not acknowledge her ever again. Well, the Goldbergs isn't connected to Roseanne at all. No, the Goldbergs is a different TV show yes. that I named accidentally. It's a nostalgic trip back to the eighties that's yeah. made now. It's sort of like how Back to the Future had a lot of fifties nostalgia. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. Do you think we're going to go to... Well, we kind of are doing 90s nostalgia Yeah, in now. the new 20s, we're going to get a lot of 90s nostalgia. Yeah. And then in in the 2030s, we'll probably get a lot of nostalgia that we can directly relate to. Yeah, because it's actually we, in our childhood. We were children in the, in the the mostly in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pres- exactly. Is there any series or anything in the past that you have discovered that you want to be rebooted? That's a good question. Because they did who, Whose Line Is It Anyway. They're, they're really going for freaking everything. Oh, yeah. They did do that. Yeah. I've seen some of the new ones. They're okay. They're not as good as the originals. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. They're fine. Um, I don't know. What I mean, the, Colin what the... Mockery, come on the show, please. Oh, my God. Could, Could you imagine? I would Phil Lewis, it. we'd have a bald guest episode. <laughs> I would kill for that. Okay. Well, not me, please. No. <laughs> Colin Mockery. Colin Mockery, come replace Alex on the show. Yeah, please. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, we already talked about it a lot, but Avatar The Last Airbender is getting brought back in a live action remake. Again, nothing good can stay dead. I think it'll be, uh, I think that'll be interesting, certainly. It sure will. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of anything that I would want that isn't, like, not coming back already. Yeah, but like I said, I just, I just am not sure. I don't know. I think that, um, well, there's some 80s stuff that really hasn't been been touched yet that I think could still work today. Oh, how about the Fresh Prince? The Fresh Prince? The fact that they haven't even brought that back for even, like, the Fuller House treatment is an oversight. Yeah, they could have Jaden Smith as, like, the main character yeah, instead of Will Smith. Honestly, that would work really well. I would I would watch that <laughs> shit. Honestly, actually, I would really love that. And also, hold up. We sound a lot better. Uh <laughs> Something went wrong with the microphones, and Michael was the hero who noticed. Uh, yeah, I did all of the work, and then I, and then we took like ten minutes to f- realize that I, I'm the idiot here. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So we just realized the microphone thing, and we think it sounds a little bit noticeable. So we just thought we'd it's stop. How, and it's very noticeable upon transition. Mm-hmm. I hope you didn't notice before that we sounded worse than we usually do. <laughs> but it also, like I said, it just came. To, for me to realize like how far we've come on this show and how nice we normally sound. Yeah, it's so nice. We're so good at this, yeah. aren't we? And also, all of last week had that problem too, which yeah. is why you probably didn't listen to it. Well, <laughs> you know. No, that's not why. We just know you just don't listen. Yeah, pr- probably. Uh, understandable, not judging. Yeah, no. Um. Anyway, uh, tell me about your pitch. There's not much we can do to save this sinking ship. Well, I mean, we could actually talk about the thing we said we were going to talk about. That's true. Let's talk about that. Um, okay, so I want to say that even though both of these pitches suck, they're both TV shows that I would watch religiously. All right, well, then hit me with the first one. Okay, so the first one is a show. Okay, picture this. I'm picturing it. You know the TV show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri? Of course, Michael. Yeah, so f- for those of you that are uncultured and don't, uh, the purpose of the Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives is essentially a travel TV show where Guy Fieri, who is a very eccentric <laughs> um, uh, personality chef, um, goes around the United States and eats the most disgusting, greasy foods that he can find at various diners, drive-ins, and dives. Well, he, he calls it classy and the best foods. Yeah, but it's like it's like... The classy food is like an authentic hamburger or Tex-Mex that has, you know, been made in this location for several years. To be fair, a lot of the shit on that show looks really good. And oh, I know it looks that, delicious. That's what I know it says more about me than it does the show. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. The The restaurants highlighted deserve to be um, highlighted. It's just, you know, there's no nutritional value to their food. Of course. For the most part at all. So anyway, drivers, dine-ins, and dives. Yes. Drive-ins and dives. I, In I that vein of like a travel TV show that has a catch that, that stuff like that. So this is sort of like a reality TV thing? I 
guess, not necessarily a reality show like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's a is. show where a person who exists in real life, it's not like a story driven show with characters. No, correct. This is essentially a travel TV show, but I call it uh, Monuments, Monsters, and Myths. The idea being a travel TV show where you go to different areas of the world and talk about the folklore and the stories of the people, like the mythos of that individual region. Wow, Mike, that actually sounds genuinely interesting. Yeah, I know. The catch is, it also has to be hosted by Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I, now I'm even more interested. I, I just, I need that to be like, a thing. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, he's, but he's like, oh, this shit's so interesting. And he's, for no reason, he's still eating the most monstrous hamburger <laughs> you've ever seen. While talking about, wow, so the centaur we've seen here like four times already? Anyway, he's just like, ah, oh, I would, I, so anyway, I you, you know that I'm big into Greek and other mythologies and folklores. So I think that would be really interesting because it's it, you get to see the places like normal travel TV shows. And then you get to see the food. The, see and the, the Guy Fieri. And the Guy Fieri, but more important... Well, I mean, the purpose of the show is essentially to learn about the culture in a way that, you know, you don't always see mm-hmm. the culture through. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought that would be really interesting. You also, that's that's the whole pitch? That's the whole pitch. All right. Well, I mean, it's it's a different place. Like, one episode you go to uh, to, to Loch Ness, and you go and, and talk about Nessie. And another time you go to, I don't know, you go to India and talk about whatever creatures they have in India. And, and you know, different locations and All right. stuff. Well, what's an episode you would like to see in this show? Ooh, pitch me a, a pilot. Question. I would love to see Guy Fieri go to Skywalker Ranch. Okay. Yeah. Do you know Skywalker Ranch? Tell me about it. Okay. So, it's been a while since I looked it up, but the but the pilot episode in my mind is you go to a it's in it's in Utah, and it's a place where there have been a, a very large number of alien sightings. Fuck. I've 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 heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, Shit's creepy. It's it's so creepy. There are alien sightings. There are many other like cryptid sightings and stuff like Weird that. Weird shape sightings flying through the air. So much. And I mean, it's in, I believe it's in Utah and Utah is gorgeous regardless. And Utah is, has a lot of paranormal shit. Yeah. You could do a whole episode you could do a whole season just in Utah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I would I would go there to to Skywalker Ranch, interview some of the people that have seen the weird aliens or the weird creatures or whatever. Um. <laughs> while also being like, and just 17 miles from here is Arches National Park. Yeah. And I you can imagine see, like Guy yeah. Fieri like like standing in the open field with like a, a menu is like. What food would you recommend uh, be a good pairing with this cryptid? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I was drinking a lot when I I was drinking a lot of Bud Light over there when I when I saw it. So, not to dis. I mean, looking to Skywalker Ranch, it's really interesting. The people probably weren't drunk, but yeah. yeah. You know, Mike, if you if you get Guy Fieri involved, this could probably actually happen. Yeah. But if you just do it as sort of like a. A, a, its own thing without Guy Fieri. If you change the name, I think it would actually be able to be sold without being sued by Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> well, what is, what is what are Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives going to actually sue us on? They list three name. things in their title. <laughs> <laughs> there are two commas and an and. Yeah, I think... I like, don't come think, on. That probably wouldn't be enough. Yeah, that wouldn't be but enough. But I, I, they'd try. They would try, admittedly. I don't know. I think that Jeff Goldblum is doing the National Geographic thing, but I think he would also be a great pick for this one. Yeah, I'd see it. All right, well, aside from those two, are there any other people you see who could really do a good job hosting this? Uh, I would have to think about it. Um, who is an eccentric personality that could absolutely that could that is both intriguing enough on their own, but also would would be a good at interviewing people? I'll give you two seconds to remember what podcast you're on. I think Phil Lewis would be <laughs> yeah! a great pick for this. <laughs> oh wow, we are. We're I good. love that. Yeah, you know what? Call the episode right here. I I think we have a pitch to sell. <laughs> oh, this is so called. great. Oh, uh, he would do it. Yeah, no, he would. He would. I hope he would. But I mean, <laughs> outside of Phil Lewis, who else do you think do you think would be a good good pick for this? Uh, dream um, dream casting. Bill Nye. Bill Nye? Nah, he's too sciencey. I don't think he would go for for the folklore. He would spend all his time proving Talking why Nessie science. why Nessie could not exist physically. And that that's not as he fun. He would be kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um 
I could see Chris Pratt maybe oh, doing something good. Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, he would be good in literally freaking everything. What about um, what's his face? The uh, <laughs> um, can you give me a role? Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. You think that? La- Actually, you know what? Fuck yeah! He's like a monster. He's someone's like I don't care who you are. It's funny. <laughs> Oh, he would be great for the skin for the Skinwalker or the the ranch episode. Um, yeah, what if it's someone really knowledgeable and someone Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah, no, I want to see Larry the Cable Guy go be the United States representative to freaking <laughs> Poland or something where other weird shit is happening. Uh, he is he not already? I mean, I thought he was. He was. Uh, he's not an ambassador yet. Last I checked. Oh, well, but, that's too bad. But yeah, that was so. That was one. That was one idea that I had for a show that probably is stupid, but I would watch religiously. No, I'd watch it. Yeah, I would absolutely watch it. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Okay, yeah, you go. Mm-hmm. This is this is my shit one, but I I do think it's funny. I only have two paragraphs on it, but I it may lovely. It may warrant further discussion. Okay. It's called Work to Death. Oh no. And it's a uh, sitcom. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Is this just the Is this just the Office? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, I got the. I didn't name my protagonist. Um, Jesse Smith loves being the assistant to the president of Omega Corp. That that is until she died due to a workplace accident. Now, without her corporal form, she got she's got to find a new way to impress her boss as a ghost. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, Work no. to Death is a horror comedy where Claire, uh, where Jesse keep, tries to keep up her assisting duties while also avoiding capture. Angels and demons alike are trying to take her to the afterlife, and Jesse won't have it till her boss gets that latte she wanted. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I have. <laughs> Actually, I fucking dig it. <laughs> you like it? I just love the idea of like Cthulhu or like Satan himself coming through, and just being Jesse Smith. It is your time to go. Listen, b- listen. I'll talk. To- I'll deal with you in a minute. Right now, I got like a I got a presentation due at three. I can't. I can't, I don't know what to do. It's the quarterly report. No, it's- <laughs> I got business to do. It's like the idea of like she can't like actually like communicate with the boss so she has to possess things like she has to possess the coffee maker to make the coffee just right oh that actually has so much potential to be funny that that could actually it could work it started out as an idea of um a rich ceo using ghost labor to cut costs (laughs) but then it turned into that i actually i actually kind of like it i think that that's that that has a lot of potential to be ridiculous enough to work yeah too bad i didn't really flesh it out past that because I thought of an idea I liked more. Oh, don't get me wrong. That's shit and no one would pick it up, but I like it. <laughs> I would watch it. I'd be a YouTube Red show. Actually? Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, dream casting of Jesse Smith. Um. Well, the CEO has to be Brie Larson. Oh, really? Yeah. You um, think, I was thinking Brie Larson for, or someone like Brie Larson for Jesse. No, no. Brie Larson has to be like the, no, the, the, the CEO has to be someone who's like like a one woman army type. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um but for but for Jesse Smith, gee, I don't know. Um who who plays who's the main character on the good place? Oh, she's um, always getting into mischief. Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell I think would be good. She would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I think I, I think I would love her as as the main character of this show. God damn it, Kristen Bell is so good. But yeah. she's also already in a show where she dies. <laughs> and yeah, that's the and whole then, point of the show. You know what? At a certain point, she's gonna start asking, "When did I start yeah. getting typecast as the dead person?" <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> do I just do I do I need as to put the more dead mischief maker? Yeah, what the hell? Someone trying to tell me something to go? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, okay, I love it. I actually really like. Yeah, that I, I feel that. That's feel a lot of fun. That. A workplace cop. Would it would it have a, a laugh track or would it just be like weird? No, shit? I'm, I'm thinking like a more of a modern sitcom where yeah. it's like you know. Um, a fast and upbeat, like uh, a lot of physical comedy, mm-hmm. where like you know she's trying to possess all the machines to make it work right, but she ends up like hurting, hurting like the guy who's working late, yeah. trying to get his coffee, and it hits him in the face. Like, oh god, what's happening? And no one believes him the next day. You just ha- that. I want that old man just to be you making that exact voice. <laughs> He's like the my leg guy in SpongeBob. My and leg. He- what's happening? <laughs> 
I love it. Yeah, so that's my first idea. Okay. <clears throat> I think I don't think either of us are getting a deal here, but I, I dig it. I mean, look, I think the two of us could probably make these things happen if we had money and time and e- exactly passion. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Um, okay. So this is this is more of a this this is more of a drama than a comedy or 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 anything like that. I feel that. My okay. second my um my second show is actually more of a drama too. Okay. Well, this is uh, actually the. Uh, is an urban fantasy uh, uh, TV series. Urban fantasy. Yeah. So, you ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Something like that. So, it's like fantastical in real life. Exactly. So, okay. So, uh, picture it because we're, I, I guess I should try to pitch it to you. Um, <laughs> picture this. That's how everyone starts off a pitch. All right, yeah. Picture this. Picture also, this. move your water. You keep almost hitting it and it's going to fall onto your computer. It's very true. Um, Just back there. Yeah. yeah. There. <laughs> out um, of reach. Out of out of reach. I'm going to... Okay. So picture this. Mike moves his hands a lot on this show. I do. I'm an eccentric character. I do too. Just not here for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So. Old Subway. Night. Uh, the store or... No, no, no. Like an old subway tunnel. Got it. Like in New, like it's New York City. I hear you. Um, you see a, 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 a man... Walking, walking down the tunnel, you see dark, overshadowing, overshadowing him. La- uh, lanterns on either side of him. So you see, it's a man. Yes, but nothing else. Just yeah, just the outline. And he's walking towards you. He he's walking towards okay. you. Okay. Shot pans around. To, I haven't pitched, I haven't practiced this. This is all improv. <laughs> she pans around to 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 his back. He stops. He hears something. He hears water drip. Okay. He looks up. All of a sudden, you see a ba- a, a, uh, a decrepit, kind of malnourished, uh, demented figure drop down from the uh, do- drop down from the top. Jump scare. He's screeching. The man d- dives out of the way, runs down the tunnel, turns turns around, looks him looks at the oncoming creature, draws a sword. Mm-hmm. Epic. <laughs> they, they start. They start insert to fucking epic fight. Insert <laughs> epic fight. You see it, and at some point during the fight, the, the the bat creature has him pinned, and he throws him over just in time for a subway train to to run run the beast over. Okay. Well, what else happens in the fight? I want to learn more about your character through uh, through his fighting. Style. Oh, okay, gotcha. He's uh, he's punching, he's slashing, <laughs> he's stabbing, he's jumping. Uh, the 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 creature is faster than him, but he's he's nimble enough to to, to block S- most of his shots. Okay, so he's a brute force, no nonsense kind of dude. Yeah, he pushes the beast away and pulls out a gun. Okay. <laughs> That's as about as brute force no nonsense as you can hey, get. L- listen, you know what? In the magical world, guns are you are criminally underused. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so he starts shooting the thing. It's not working. He's coming at him. He he ducks out of the way. He takes out a he he points his fist at it and a giant ball of fire goes and smashes into the chest of the beast. So he's Mario from Mario. Does Mario have a sword, Alex? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game where he does. He, no. I don't he's think had a he gun. Does. He's had a baseball bat. He's never had a sword. Mario's had a gun? Yeah. Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, bitch. Hold on, fuck this shit. We're making a TV show about Mario with the gun. You played that game. I did for like a day. Yeah. But yeah. It's fun. It is fun. But anyway, okay. So he blasts the guy with the he blasts the the beast with the with his uh with a fireball from from his glove. He uh he and the beast gets run over by a sub by by the by the subway. Eat fresh. The <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the subway goes down into the tunnel. He breathes a sigh of relief, but then, as as the as the as he somehow manages to do- dodge the subway in this tunnel, this is an action movie, so that's Let okay. He turn. It's a TV show. First of all, shut up. He turns around. And there's like five of them lit up by the by the subway, just like the wall is crawling with it. He starts to fucking book it down the tunnel. He takes out. A grenade. He throws it at the at the. He throws it down the tunnel. We see a bla- a big blast of blue light, wind, and er- and rock as the subway col- as the tunnel collapses in on itself, and all of them are crushed. Then you see him slowly start to build it back up because he's out of magic items and he he's a human. He can't cast any magic. Okay. 
Anyway, this is the pitch for the show uh, that that um that I I have in mind. This is this is the opening sequence. Sure. Badass action action sequence of him destroying property with no real consequences, no lives lost, but he is seen as the hero. The the main character is called Max Kalman, and <laughs> I just took two names I thought sounded badass together and I shoved them in. One. I've got Max Kalman. It sounds like a Kalman sounds like a type of mana, and it feels it seems like you've maxed out that uh, mana. Yeah, it's, what, I don't know what's mana. It's like magic. I get, oh, you mean like in Final Fantasy? Thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh, no. Max Kalman. <laughs> Max Kalman. I'll never forget that name. So it also yeah, sounds weirdly sexual. Max Kalman. Yeah, I don't know. There's something How? about it. I don't know. What? <laughs> All right. Well, regardless. So this is this is a uh, this the 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 basic premise of this show, which I have working title called Paladin, but I'm willing. I don't know if that's what it'll. Okay. Yeah. But um, so this is a, a, a typical fantasy, urban fantasy. Uh, the other creatures of such as elves and gremlins and fae and vampires etc live alongside humans in the real world but they are hiding themselves in fear of uh you know attack in one way for one form or another okay so you have um them living alongside each each other you in more or less in um situations that would pair up with their mythological slash uh fantasy um way of life such as high elves and um uh shoot high elves and um things and creatures like that would work on uh wall street whereas goblins would work in the diamond district because they like rocks so it's kind of like bright 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 the netflix original movie so, okay it was terrible but it had a good world it okay similar that's it had a i good will pitch. say i will say this similar to bright in the sense of that like that and that alone, but I think that's true for pretty much every urban fantasy thing that you will read ever, of of yeah. humans and things. Well, actually, in this world, the the other the fantastical creatures are disguised as humans, so it's it's okay. less less obvious. I like it. Yeah. So uh, Max Kalman has a working relationship with an elf that lives in Chelsea. So the, the the elf's name is, uh, is Elfie. Uh, Elfie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's is Eowyn, who uh, provided him with a large amount of magical objects that he can use. So like for elves and gremlins and other fantastical creatures, magic comes naturally to them. It's a part of their nature. Cool. But humans, so humans can't use it directly, but they are able to use the magical items that uh, the other creatures provide to them and that's what this guy uses mostly so he kind of gets the magic from his buddy yeah pretty much okay um and he uh so he is the appointed human protector of new york city um most magical creatures like i said most magical creatures live amongst uh i'm just reading my notes and i covered this already but the first season in my mind will actually deal not with manhattan in particular but will deal with uh calvary cemetery in queens do you know of calvary cemetery no it is the oldest and largest cemetery in the United States. Cool. Yeah. We live right near it. We do live right near it. And three million people are buried there annually. Cool. And so it's... Wow, that's big. It's freaking massive. Um, actually, I don't know if that's the actual statistic, but a lot of people are buried there. We're living near a lot and of dead bodies. We, we do live near a lot of dead bodies. I don't... But regardless, I don't like to think so about in, it. in this in this world, uh, ghosts are able to are able to walk around in the cemetery, but they're not allowed to leave the cemetery. Sounds reasonable. And they can they can move freely between the afterlife and uh, and the material plane, even though they're restricted to the cemetery as as they wish, as they want. Cool. to. I like when shows give ghosts like <laughs> a lot of freedom in what they can do, because it's like. Yeah, you know, we're all gonna be there one day. May as well like look forward to to it in some way or not. Exactly. Let's have some fun. Yeah, I just get to chill with my buddies in a cemetery, and whenever I want, I can go to freaking Cloud World and play darts. <laughs> is, that what, is that is that what they do? I just in saw the dartboard, and I was like, that's they have a, thing. a dartboard in here. I don't know. Uh, ghosts play darts now. Yeah, that's a, that. <laughs> you know what? That is a thing that I am inserting into the universe. That every night in, in Calvary Cemetery, all the ghosts gather together to have one big darts competition. And when, and when you have the fan theorists trying to figure out why darts, <laughs> one of them <laughs> to discover this ancient podcast episode, and they're gonna be like, <gasps> "This is this why. is lame." Yeah, this is the terrible reasoning. Um, but yeah, so the the season basically opens with that scene, but we find out that uh, there have been a lot of hauntings and other uh, magical 
uh, ghostly sightings throughout throughout um, Manhattan and throughout um, other throughout New York City. Um, and so Max goes and starts to investigate, and and he later learns that. Um, he basically throughout the process of the season, he learns that uh, it is the work of the White Tree Coven, which is a which is a coven of witches and vampires uh, led by the vampire Norix, <clears throat> who they are practicing necromancy on these ghosts and on the, their their undead bodies um, in preparation for an invasion of humanity and an overhaul of uh, of the, basically the start of a war. And so the first season is basically Max trying to prevent that war from taking place. Cool. And the second season's the war? Because he's going to fail? Or, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a different fantastical... Th- I don't know. I I am pitching season one because I am not confident that even if we do get season one, I'm not confident we'll be picked up for season two. Wow, just because you said that, I'm not picking you up. Oh, well, you know what? I don't what? like a man without confidence. Wait, you know what? No, Mr. Big, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pitching this to the sharks in Shark Tank. Mark Cuban, I swear, I will I will do this well. <laughs> They're like, why are we doing TV shows now? I don't know. You want to get in on a TV show, Mark Cuban? <laughs> no. Uh, well, you know what? I thank you for your time, Sharks. I'm uh, bring I'm me leaving. the guy who made the Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy? Yeah. What the hell's a Scrub Daddy? It's a it's a sponge with a, a smiley face in it, so you could hold it easily. Like what? The, your fingers go in the two eyes. That sounds violent. And then the mouth, it like you can like scrub all sides of small things. It's very useful. Is it really? Yeah, I don't have one, but I, I don't. It's I, fun. I, I, and it's you know the name. I can't. It's a great name. I can't imagine poking two. I would feel. I would feel like I'm hurting something. They're available at every Best Buy. Really? I mean, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, not oh. Best Buy. Well, anyway, that's my pitch for Paladin. Cool. Yeah. Um, does for- does Max? Uh, does he have a life outside of his uh, hunting? Uh, he does, but I didn't think about it. Um, okay. Sure. He let's say. Like, do people know he's the hunt? He's the savior, or no? I guess they wouldn't. He that's like a part-time thing. Um, uh, let's say he. I don't want to put him as a as as a, as a policeman because I I think that that's too on the nose. Time constraining, maybe even. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't know. Let's let's put him as a um let's see. He would work with the with the elf Awen, Awen. Um so let's put him as a uh, let's put him as a as a as a plumber. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So getting in and out of places really easy. Sure. Know let's a lot go about with that. pipes. Know a lot about the the underworld. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Yeah. He's a plumber. Know. Sewers down there. Real lame. Yeah. I choose to, he's, he's lame. Even more like Mario now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of who I would cast as as uh, as Max. I'm trying to think of uh, why Nintendo hasn't made a Mario game where he has a sword yet. Uh, that's that's there's castles and dragons that he's fighting. The fact that he hasn't got a sword is a it's, huge. It's crazy. His boots are all he needs. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Idris Elba never got to do James Bond. He can do this. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, my what's turn. Your, what's your what's your last pitch? It's probably lame. Thanks. So, my show is a drama, and it's called The World's Game. The World's Game? Yes. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to walk you through the pilot episode here. Please do. And I think it'll explain everything about the show that you need to know. Please. On his deathbed, the world's first trillionaire broadcasts this shocking announcement to the entire world. With no one in my life to give it to, I have decided to hide my entire fortune somewhere on this planet. If you wish to acquire it, you must take part in a treasure hunt designed to be the most difficult, taxing, and strenuous ever created. You will have to travel across the earth and survive life-threatening conditions and confrontations. Upon my death, the first clue will be revealed. I am not long for this earth. You best prepare yourself for the hunt of a lifetime. That's the premise. I love it. So it's it's an IRL uh, Ready Player One. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the 39... 39- Steps or whatever that book was called. It's a it's a treasure hunt movie. Yeah, it's a treasure uh, or hunt. show. Or show. Okay, cool. As millions around the world prepared to leave everything behind in their pursuit of wealth, Claire Wilds continued on her day to day life. She thought the game was sur- surely interesting, but unrealistic to actually obtain. She kept doing her best to support her unwell mother. Claire had a degree in geography, but couldn't find work in her field, so she was stuck working at a Starbucks in New York City. When she had time for herself, she often spent it with her two friends, Jesse and Sam, the two of which often joked about going to find the treasure, to the point where Claire suspected a part of them sincerely wanted to do it. And then, it happened. 
While her mother was asleep in the other room, Claire saw on the news that the trillionaire had died the night prior, and a burial was taking place just outside the city, let's say in the Queen's Cemetery. In the, in, I closed the thing, so I think, I think it was yeah. Calvary Cemetery. Yeah, let's say like Calvary yeah. Cemetery. Yeah, sure. What did you say? I was like, that's, there you go. There you go. Da-da-da. <laughs> uh, Claire, Jesse, and Sam decided to check it out, since the whole world would be watching. On the day of the burial, the cemetery was packed beyond belief, no doubt. Everyone was there for the same reason. After squeezing their way through the crowd, the three arrived on a hilltop overlooking the burial. They knew they couldn't get closer, and Claire didn't seem much reason to. At this point, Jesse and Sam were acting as if they were on the cusp of finding the money. Sam, who is an expert photographer, photographer captured the tombstone of a, in high detail with a zooming lens camera. Later that night, after returning home, tragedy, tragedy struck Claire as her mother had stopped breathing. After spending the whole night in the hospital, her mother had passed away. Claire's motivations for, an, for her entire, entire adult life had been to help her mother, and now she was lost, directionless. While being confront, uh, comforted by her friends, the three noticed a strange symbol on the tombstone of the trillionaire. Jesse had seen it somewhere before. Sam and Jesse decide to investigate. Reluctantly, Claire asks to join as well. And thus the three head out with a small head start with the first clue. I dig it. You know what? That's a lot. That, that's a lot of fun. You like the name Jesse, number one. I yeah, know I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, you, you like yeah, the name two Jesse. Jessies. That's two Jessies. Um, yeah, you know what? For good motivation. Good start to the story. She has no reason to be there anymore. I also feel like it would be a good idea for like she was saving up a lot of money to like get a surgery for her mother Mm -hmm. but since she passed away she now has enough money to sort of like take care of herself for a little bit without having to work okay so the idea is like okay the three of us can go well like it's like the idea of like let's go see if this actually leads anywhere if not like what the hell have we lost so are there gonna be a lot i gotta imagine you're gonna be fighting a lot of other people that are that are also looking for the treasure probably in the beginning i'd imagine right because i mean everyone in the near the city is there, it'll probably be on the news that like, oh, this strange clue means this. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's going to go there. So basically it's the idea of them trying to stay ahead of the the media and like everyone else who's like kind of like figuring it out together, mm-hmm. as well as staying in it long enough for most people to get disencouraged, discouraged and like not actually be like, all right, this was fun, but now the hunt's taking us to Japan and I have a life here. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you have these three people who are ready to sort of like do whatever it takes to see if they can actually do this. Okay, I dig it. Yeah, I kind of dig it. And what's so okay? Dream casting for Jesse. <clears throat> you mean uh, Claire is the main? Oh, character. Claire's the main character. Okay. Ah, uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about this. Obviously. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. I didn't think of this. Um, what was the name of the show, by the way? Uh the world's game. The world's game. Okay. Um, I don't know who's a. Give me, give me a description of Claire and 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 age and uh, uh, appearance and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know, probably late twenties if I had to guess. Okay. Um, doing okay in life. Um, sort of uh, down on her luck, I'd guess. She starts this off as a Starbucks barista, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, not much is going on. Right. Right. Just trying to save money wherever she can. I haven't really thought of her uh, description for her. I mean, you know, it's like the idea of like. Leave your characters open until the casting comes, or write your character for a specific actor. Yeah. So who would you write for? I guess. I guess if you were to write Claire for a, who do you think would sell this? This. Uh, this. This thing. She. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, Give it your best shot. I can't even think of actors at this point. Okay. Who All the right. hell like works in that field? Nicholas Cage, but it's he would make a great Claire. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't play Claire. Put a, put a wig on him. Yeah, <laughs> he passed for like a late twenty something. Yeah. You know what? He would give all the passion of a late twenty something. <laughs> no one would believe him, but no one would have the heart to question him. <laughs> oh, you're so right. Yeah. You're so right. Keanu would be Keanu. Keanu has to be in it at some point. At some point, he could be. He could be a villain. Or something, because Keanu never plays a villain. You could give him yeah, that. Yeah, make him, like, just not even a villain, just, like, a, a rival. Yeah. An like, antagonist. make him, like, the impossibly smart um, treasure hunter who's always a step ahead. I love it. I dig it. Like, <laughs> everywhere you go, you see his little calling card to mock them. So what exactly is the treasure, though? Because I, or is that... It's all the money. That's part of the... Trillion dollars. Okay, is it actually going to be the trillion dollars? I was thinking, yeah. 
But I was thinking, or is they, are they going to get to the final clue? It's the season finale. You open the door, and it's only a little note that says, "The, the real, real treasure is the friends the you made along the way." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the most like. Uh, oh, and then you turn it over. It's like just kidding. The treasure's in the next room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's got to be a fake out like that. Yeah, piss everyone off for a second. Yeah. Um, no, I was thinking it would actually be the money. Okay. Um, but I was also thinking the three of them. A trillion dollars is like an impossibly large amount of money. So like, you it's, know, it's obscene. Even if all three of them take like a billion dollars each, there'd be so much they can like give to other people. Yeah, I mean, it's like think about it this way: is like, um, 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 one million seconds is is like about 10 days yeah one billion seconds is 32 years mm-hmm. 30 and one trillion seconds is a hundred million billion seconds it is crazy i mean i think or, of it like yeah a million dollars can sustain an average person for 50 years yeah so a billion dollars could stay could sustain an average person for five thousand yeah five thousand years yeah yeah and a trillion dollars is what five hundred thousand years at this po- that point. Yeah, no, wait, it's without. It inflation. would literally be nine hundred ninety nine billion nine hundred ninety nine million million etc. Plus one. That is that is that is. Almost, it's an impossibly large amount of money. It, it's so hard to even wrap your mind around. So basically, they can buy an entire country. <laughs> They, they could buy several. You could buy an entire continent. Buy most money. of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we're changing the name of North America to North Clare. North Clare. <laughs> and we're also re. We're also terraforming the entire United States to look like Nicolas Cage's face. Oh please. Yeah. Uh, why aren't they doing that now? I'm. Lo- I. Lo- I live in left. I'm. Li- I live in the state of left. No- left nostril. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's his uh, armpit. I. Uh, it's the armpit on the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I'm Nicholas Cage. He's got is. a talent. And you know what? I actually I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah thanks. I, I feel like it can go somewhere. It could work. I it mean, has if, potential. You know what? My gift to you, future screenwriter. There's your writing prompt. No. Take don't, it from there. Don't give that away. I'm not doing anything. What with if it. they? What if they go and make a million trillion dollar movie with it? Then I can feel proud of that. All right. I guess. <laughs> I get you. Can you're, you're not gonna want any royalties at all or credit or anything. I mean, credit would be nice. Yeah. Like same. A, based on an idea. Yeah. Give it. Give the credit to the two of us. But I mean, please. like, an idea is only worth as much as you t- do with it. Eh, you're right. So I'm not fucking doing anything with it. Yeah. So I may not entitled to that idea take it yeah sure fair enough take my other idea too i can't give you mics because that's not my decision to make you can take paladin you can steal his yeah exactly you can take paladin guy fieri's all mine uh <laughs> good call yeah that one's feasible we just got to get his phone number and that's it we got to get his phone number and a very 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 large travel budget <laughs> yeah that's true yeah yeah he's probably got some money yeah well, probably well, anyway, it's Pick and Bucket time. Yes, play the song. Hooray. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. That was a fun one. All right, Mike, there's not much point to pick it out because there's I'm, only one in here. At I'm the moment. going to pick it out. All right. All right, I got it. This is the one I've been waiting for since we filled the bucket. And of course, it's the last one in there. Yep. The Egg Drop Challenge. Woo, this is a classic. Yeah, okay, create a contraption that will save an egg from breaking during a fall. Easy. What is, how, okay, so that is uh, our challenge for the next week. Let's set out some ground rules. Yes, so we were talking about this earlier. Yes. Because we knew we were doing this this week. Because there literally was only one in there, yeah. Exactly. So I think we decided upon, and correct me if I'm wrong, that we were going to limit ourselves to whatever we can find in a certain store. Right, and well, we also need to say how how high is the height? Yes, the height. Um, I have a little balcony in the house. Okay, and I think it's about twenty feet, if I had to guess. Okay, so we have to well, fifteen, that's to, a, 15 to twenty feet. That's a pretty high. That's a pretty high deal. It's a pretty big drop. Yeah. So yeah, and I was thinking that, and I was thinking uh, CVS be the store since it's like a sort of like everything little uh, okay. convenience store. Could but, we could we do Walmart? Walmart is a little too everything. Okay, how about Costco? That's even more so. Never yeah, mind. Costco is everything in bulk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me all your pillows. I'm thinking CVS because it's local, accessible, and there's not enough to where you can do like a ton of shit, but it's like has enough stuff that where uh, we can do different things with it. How about we change it to? I'm gonna. How about I'm gonna pause it. We change it to Michael's Arts and Crafts Store. 
You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. Okay. Michael's Arts and Crafts Store. Sure. We, lo- we love CVS, but I'm also not going to be able to save the the egg with a prescription to, for, for, for my, <laughs> you know? Well, like, they have, like, napkins and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 20 feet with napkins? You'd need a shit ton of napkins. They, you would need 20 feet worth of napkins <laughs> to make an egg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. Michael's Arts and Crafts Store. Yeah, okay. So that that's going to be the challenge is we have to make an egg... Uh, survive a 20-foot fall with only supplies that we can find in Michael's Arts and Crafts Store. Yes. And, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, we'll be lucky enough to have Michael on the show next week. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? But something tells me you're going to want to listen to next week's episode. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. No. We didn't with Val. Okay, that's fair. All right. Yes, yeah, so that's our challenge for uh, for next week, and that's the first challenge we're, that's going to take entirely well I guess not entirely in the new year but it's the first one that we're going to do in the new year yeah we're going to like do half of it in the new year or more realistically all of it in the new year because we're procrastinators and we wait until the day before exactly alright uh, so that's our that's our show right that's it anything else you want to say before we close out the fuck alright thank you guys so much for listening to this show this is this was the 76th episode of the weekly undertaking 76 yeah I think. Um, but that means that we have at least 75 other podcasts ready for your listening to. Uh, please subscribe to us on our on whatever podcast form you're listening to us on right now. Uh, please leave a rate and review because that really does help. Uh, give us a like, subscription, whatever. Pretend we're YouTubers. You know the deal. Um, comment. Uh, we also have uh, artists who help us do our podcast. We have Adam Rudy who does the music and Lindsay De Jesus who does the podcast cover. Art. So if you like what you see and or what you hear, please show them some love. Woo! Yeah. Uh, we have our social medias down below too. Uh, also down below is a form for you to submit your challenges. If you like what you hear and want to make us do wacky shit, you have the opportunity to. And you get credit. You do get credit. It's the first link you'll see, weeklyundertaking.fun. Yeah. Because we couldn't afford .com. And we... <laughs> and you know what? This is a fun podcast. So. And we have a podcast network called Post Fun, so yeah. it kind of all adds up. Yeah, absolutely. So please uh, check out the other uh, podcast on that uh, network, too. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all we have to say, right? That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And discover your story at 23andMe.com. What? It's the place where you send in your DNA and you get the family tree. Yeah, why are we giving them a shout-out? Because um, story. What? Show. Pitch. That does not... We're not sponsored by 23andMe. No, we're not. Why are we giving them a shout-out? Because I need to think of one of these every week. <laughs> yeah, and but... I, 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 at some point, I have to run does into 23andMe. 23andMe. Does 23andMe pitch TV shows? Uh, they could. I don't know. I wouldn't watch that show. I would. Actually, I kind of would. Yeah, too. come on. Yeah, 20... I don't know. All right. Well, goodbye. Goodbye, That's, the thing. I guess go check out 23andMe. It's so nice. Sorry, come on.